Hello. Hello. Hola. Hola. Bonjour. Здравствуйте. Bienvenidos and welcome to Radio Natura. Radio Natura. To Radio Natura. Voices from around the world, bringing you all things related to nature and sustainability. Rethinking what it means to live in peace with nature and imagining a brighter future. Brought to you by the Pax Natura Foundation. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jordan Anderson, and this is Radio Natura. For this episode, our team members in Peru had the opportunity to speak with Quechua leader and activist Jose Fachin about the fight for indigenous rights and indigenous ways of life in the Peruvian Amazon. Jose tells us a bit about his views on nature, sustainable development, politics, economics, and more. The interview was conducted by Nicole Gamara and translated for our English-speaking listeners by Leticia Huerta and Mario Zamora. We hope you enjoy! Radio Natura Peru. Jose Fachin, representative of the Amazonian Quechua community of the Tigre River Basin of Loreto, gave us the opportunity to learn more about his family and his community. He's proud of who he is and the following responses were raised from a discussion about the environment from an indigenous point of view. Good morning, Jose. How are you? Can you please introduce yourself? Alipunja nyuka kani Jose Fachinchu hele hasta Kichwamanga no kai Amazonia. Eh mi nombre es Jose Fachinchu, soy del pueblo Quichua de la Amazonia peruana. Eh bueno, estamos acá para poder responder. My name is Jose Joaquin Fachin and I'm from the Quichua community of the Peruvian Amazon and I'm here to answer your questions and contribute. Nice to meet you Jose. From Nicole Gamarra and Leticia Huerta, on behalf of the Radio Natural Podcast, we welcome you. We take into account that right now the country is facing a difficult situation, especially the indigenous communities and the Amazonian people. As a leader of such community, we admire your work. Could you tell us more about yourself? Sí, bien, este, como conocerá, no, este, eh, y... Yo vengo ya de trabajando con los pueblos indígenas eh, desde que salí de la de la secundaria. Yes, yes. As you know, I've already been working with the indigenous people since I left high school. Around the age of 16 years old, I enlisted in the army, but then I discharged myself following the peace signing at the end of the conflicto with Ecuador. Um, from that moment on, I had to be able to defend my community from the terrible pollution and the impact generated by the oil activity around me. Now that I'm almost 50 years old and for almost half a century, we have strongly impacted the community. And at that time, around that time, I was 18 years old. And from that moment, I began to defend the rights as a leader of my community in the Tigre River Basin, in the Pastaza River Basin, organizing the community since that time. And it's been a process that we've been defending from the year 1998 through 1999. We had a strong, you know, confrontation with the government of Alan Garcia. At that time, We were strongly repressed, tortured, and mistreated within the installation of the Plus Stereo Oil Company, and later we were in prison for about a year. Then we have followed a judicial process, and 
we both won, we won both our first and second instance and from there we have defended our community with the dignity in search of justice to live in harmony and the respect for our rights I really think this is very admirable and important what Jose has been telling us. You as a human group have been forming maxims in different concepts such as nature. In fact, you told me that they have been in struggles, that they defended natural resources and the place where they lived. Tell me, what does nature mean to you? What does nature mean to your community? Para nosotros, no, nosotros mantenemos el principio del equilibrio. Dentro de los pueblos indígenas, principalmente dentro, dentro de mi pueblo, nosotros, nuestra forma de vida es diferente eh, a lo occidental, como usted conocerá, los pueblos amazónicos. For us, we maintain the principle of balance within the indigenous people. Mainly within my people, the way of life is different compared to the Western. As you know, the Amazonian people have a way of relating. We maintain the principle of balance and reciprocity between man and nature. We coexist with nature and that means supporting each other. Not only does that represent a resource from a utilitarian aspect, but from an anthropocentric aspect, nature for us not only has an economic value, but also has an integral value since that integral value has many components so for example spiritualities diversity resources and the entire range of beings that i live in nature we coexist with it that is the difference with the western world that we live in and in the harmony we cannot go against that because the spirits that live with us are part of our being and we are part of them since we live with nature in that sense our defense is alive of these beings and the conservation of this territory because um, indigenous people without territory is going to extinction or dies because everything exists in the territory such as pharmacies, medicines, resources, food, and all that man needs in nature. Therefore, we follow the principle of balance since it's reciprocal. Um, we want from nature as she wants from us. Well, from that component, we have a way of life. The coexistence between man and nature speaking in Spanish is, you know, the good life for many. And I don't know if you have heard that principle, the way of relating to the Amazonian and the Andean forest. In this way, we are advancing and defending since the uh, extractive activities that have been undertaken and where it prevails. Where it is known today in America, in the world, and mainly in Peru, have greatly affected our territory and the way of life. In that sense, we make a comparison. Our vision is collectively because uh, Amazon doesn't only have a function as resources for us, but also has an integral value. Therefore, we defend life. Life is nature from an integral value. Again, it is very interesting what you are telling us. These are values that other human groups have forgotten but are transcendental in the context like the current one. We have the best decisions and perform the most optimal actions. Regarding the latter, tell me, what have been the actions you have taken to contribute in this case to the SDGs agenda, specifically objectives 13, 14 and 15 that focus on caring for nature and the environment? Bueno, respecto a eso, yo en lo personal ¿no? y también con el movimiento indígena tenemos una crítica a los objetivos de desarrollo sostenible de, ¿no? que, que vienen desde la PNUD, ¿no? desde las Naciones Unidas. En ese sentido, ¿no? nosotros en vez de hablar de los objetivos de desarrollo, 
sustainable, hablamos de los objetivos de desarrollo de supervivencia. Well, regarding that, personally, we have a critique of the sustainable development goals of the UNDP and the United Nations. In that sense, instead of talking about the sustainable development goals, we talk about the survival development goals in Peru and in Latin America. But what are the development goals of the United Nations to continue to extract resources, do the redistribution, continue attacking nature, continue to systematically violate the rights of the most vulnerable people? However, we have 100 years of a republic where there is a system and a development model There are indicators where those 100 years with the resources they have been taken have not granted rights or the basic services that a man or society can survive and that has become visible in the pandemic. We do not have the adequate health nor adequate education and we have been attacked food for food sovereignty and the Amazonian people so this is worrisome to us. Let me ask you a question. What development is the United Nations talking about in terms of goals? If there has been almost 200 years of the Republic, the supposed development has not been able to guarantee the rights and basic services in Peru, and the indigenous people have suffered strongly from that. Therefore, contrary to the objective of sustainable development, we must speak in a post-pandemic framework about the objectives of man's survival since we have a collapsed health system and the objectives must be focused on reality. About this point, we must talk about a reflection. The reconstruction from this, what it means to modify or adjust the strategy to seek a balance and economy compatible with man and nature, this is to not attempt against her. The underlying theme is to develop a balanced economy that does not abruptly violate what affects the climate, globalization, and pandemic framework. And that is why we say that the SDGs concern us. They are a false development for which we must adjust them. With knowledge of the facts and the extractive activities in the Amazon, we see that the quality of life in the Peruvian Amazon has changed or improved. That is why our position is to defend the Amazon and our territory. Therefore, we differ with the government than in the framework of the pandemic. The economy is reactivated and 60 billion souls are withdrawn. 70% goes to the extractive companies, 30% goes to the citizens, and nothing for indigenous people. There, we see that there is no environmental social contract. Therefore, it is important to the SCGs so that they are compatible with the reality of Peru and the Amazonian people. That is my position and the one that has been discussed with the indigenous movement. In fact, we are now in an indefinite strike on an oil law in the Peruvian Amazon. Thank you, Jose. I find the setting you propose as interesting. What changes would you propose in the SDGs? No, lo que no, nosotros no podemos tampoco imponer ni así nomás. Hay que llevar primero a una discusión. Tiene que aperturarse hoy en día estos espacios, este mecanismo de participación de la sociedad civil organizada, eh, donde que podemos, a partir del contexto y en el marco de, de, de post-pandemia, redefinir, reajustar, pero con la participación, haciendo un análisis real de qué lecciones hemos aprendido, qué hemos reflexionado para mejorar. 
We cannot impose. A discussion must first be carried out. Mechanisms for our conversation and dialogues and participation with organized civil society must be open. From the context in the post-pandemic framework, it should be readjusted and redefined by making an analysis that we can improve post-pandemic. What it means to me, rediscuss, reorganize these agendas that, although there is a goal for 50 to 100 years, the issue is to reintegrate knowledge and these SDGs are always designed from above. Participation and collecting the proposal from here is important. That's why we say that instead of being SDGs, they should be survival goals for the sustainability of life. We should modify a bit of these large patterns or ideas of supposed development. That is first, but what is going to be defined is a real analysis of the context to discuss the guidelines of how the SDGs should be in order to generate a balanced economy based on them. Thank you very much for what you have said, Jose. This shows us that one of the main actions as the leader of Amazonian people is advocacy to rescue their rights and also nature. Tell me, what are other actions you are taking to contribute to nature and the environment? Las acciones que estamos tomando es, eh, por ejemplo, en muchos espacios, no solo conferencias, reuniones, asambleas, ¿no? Lo que estamos llevando hoy en día, por ejemplo, en la región Loreto, es, estamos eh, convocando a los diferentes gremios, ya hemos convocado, ya nos hemos reunido con muchos gremios eh, en la región Loreto, con la CGTP, el Frente Patriótico, el SUTEP, las universidades. The actions that we are taking include, for example, in Laredo, we invoke different unions and groups and study circles to be able to propose. We are looking for a regional agreement to see how to contribute so that Loreto not only has to be seen for its resource, for oil and wood, but to make a plan that leads to a Congress with certain guidelines to see how we see ourselves in 150 years. All this in order to make an official letter where we can define the direction of our Amazon. Because that is the most worrying thing, Amazon as a life support. This debate is strong because now we have, for example, traditional politicians who say no to Skazu. That important agreement that talks about human rights and rights in environmental matters. They want to continue reinforcing extractive activities that are illegal, corrupt, intransparent and systematically violate our rights. There is a whole current at the Amazon level in regional governments promoted by businessmen who are always defending corruption and illegal matters because they do not want to accept that citizenship can participate and that in these entrepreneurial process of these extractive activities must be reviewed and seen by citizens. This is strongly damaging today in the Amazon region. From our position, we are promoting this alternative because we cannot say, quote, that we are not going to impose an idea, but rather to build and rebuild this platform with the vision of the Amazon for the next 50 to 100 years, end quote. This action is already aimed at the defense and protection of rights. Perfect, Jose. I heard that it is very prevalent in what you tell me, in which it has been noticed a lot in Amazonian schools lately. You are trying to have a lot of influence in the speeches, such as the Scastro Agreement, including the universities, so they can include the Amazonian schools too. Tell me, why fight specifically in this way, and not from other incidents? Why is it important for you to focus on this approach? 
Bueno, hay muchas formas. Estamos, eh, estamos yendo paso por paso porque también uno no podemos nosotros escalar a otro espacio porque la incidencia hay que ser a nivel, a nivel personal, uno primero, a nivel de, de la colectividad local, a nivel regional, nacional e internacional, ¿no? Entonces, pero no vamos a poder llegar. Well, there are many ways and we are acting step by step because we also cannot escalate to another space because the incidents that we see on a personal level from there at the local, regional, national and international community level. But we will not be able to make an impact on those stages, in those processes and on that scale if we do not first become aware as an individual or as a family. Because of this principle that we have as an Amazonian people, we can raise awareness in the local community because of the principles of life in which we want for man and how to maintain itself. For indigenous and Amazonian people, life is nature and it is needed reciprocally, which is impossible from the individual. To have a collective conscious, you have to start with the values and principles about life. And that is progressing because life is important because it's a tradition that we already have have that it will be difficult to change. Therefore, we demand that our voices reach out to contribute something in order to guarantee a life for future generations because life is a unique value for us as Amazonian people. I think what you say is valuable, Jose. In fact, this change of perspective of the human being, especially reaching consciousness, is something that we have forgotten. Because many times, there are people who ignore nature itself without taking into account the importance that it has. Because nature gives us life, like water and natural resources. So, for nature to change people's consciousness, what do you propose? Bueno, este, en términos de conservación, bueno, eh, principalmente en, en, este, en mi región, ¿no? en la Amazonía, nosotros somos de la región Loreto, es la región más grande del Perú, eh, más extenso, es casi la cuarta parte del país eh, y tenemos muchos recursos. Well, in terms of conversation, mainly in my region, we have many resources. In Laredo, there is no territorial ordering or economic or ecological zoning. There aren't either no adequate management instruments to design a development plan and vision like the one that we call from the Western aspect. For us, it's a life plan, which reflects a disorder. For this reason, the proposal to make a regional agreement has weight since we want to move forward, since the main thing is the instrument of state, which we do not have since it's a territorial ordering, since it's necessary for a balanced economy. Our position today in the post-pandemic and post-oil framework is to seize extractive activities in the Peruvian Amazon such as oil because as a country the new energy matrix must be discussed which means that these resources that are coming in 40 years have to stop and the state has to see the energetic policies and diversify the energy matrix to generate adequate sustainability which leads us again to discuss the lack of these instruments. It leads us to discuss Discuss the regional agreement. I don't know if in other Amazon areas there is a management tool, but in Loreto we do not have it, and that is worrying. We have to analyze if we want activities compatible with the Amazonian reality.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Radio Natura. We hope you enjoy it and thank you to everyone who helped make this episode and a special thank you to Jose for speaking with us and sharing his experiences. If you would like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at paxnatura.org. Radio Natura is sponsored by the Pax Natura Foundation. Find out more and get involved at paxnatura.org. See you next time.